Hey there, it's Isaac from Powered by Rock here to bring Andrew Patrick from the Carolyn into the spotlight for a few minutes and make him sweat with some on-the-spot questions. Welcome, Andrew. Are you ready to be put in the spotlight? Yeah, I like sweating, man. All right, well, <laughs> I can tell you're already like, oh, God, what am I going to do? <laughs> All right, so this one's a little easy, uh, the first part of this question anyway. So what would you say are your three favorite bands right now? It can be active, could be whatever, but at this point in your life, what are your three favorite bands? Hmm. I feel like they've been the same three favorite bands since I was uh, in eighth grade, but um, no particular order. I'm going to say Lawrence Arms, uh, the Gaslight Anthem, and uh, I feel like I have to say the Alkaline Trio. Okay, fantastic. Now, second part of this question, gun to your head, you have to stop listening to one of them forever. Which one are you cutting out? Alkaline Trio. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They're going to be so disappointed. Well, yeah, yeah, all that money they're they're sitting on, they're going to really be hurt. No, I mean, it's just like, I probably started listening to them when, uh, like, the, the Tony Hawk games were popular. Yeah. So that's been over 20 years now. Yeah, um, for sure. And, uh, yeah, man, it's not that I'd be bummed to never, ever hear the songs or hear them again, period. But uh, I, I think I've probably listened to enough of their music for a lifetime. And yeah. Some, so I could I feel I could the same way about it. some bands. I'm like... You know, I've heard every song 300 times, so I think mm-hmm. I'm good if I don't have to listen to it again. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But I still love it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So question number two, your music is often on the punk side with a little bit of emo, a little bit of uh, indie style in there. Do you ever play in different styles before, or did you ever play in different styles before eventually landing on this style? Or was this the go-to genre since day one? I mean, were you like a metal thrash band before and we don't know about it? <laughs> well, I kind of, I feel like I cut my teeth on, like multiple genres at once if that's a possible like i mean mm-hmm. when enema state was you know released I, I was i was really a young kid and that, and that had the biggest impression on me and was a gateway to to real punk music i guess um but i loved uh even as a teenager metal like i and i still like it largely but um yeah what kind of uh, what kind of songs were you playing when you're getting into metal uh everything from like i guess like metal core was really popular when i was learning how to play guitar and i i liked i guess death metal stuff just just it was there was no like i didn't have discerning taste because i i mean i love metallica but i also love black deli murder and yeah you know various other things so okay it gives a little insight into the crookedness of your lyrics in your song <laughs> sure mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, this one's a little bit more off the wall. Being from Atlanta, do you have a favorite Waffle House or go-to comfort food in general? Um, yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite Waffle House. They're all pretty, pretty killer. Uh, I'm a Waffle House freak. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's exclusive to Georgia, but there is like a, um, I guess a gas station chain called Golden Pantry. I don't know if you're familiar, but they, uh, they yeah. okay, so they serve like just just poison is what it is. I mean, it's terrible for you. It's like the worst, but it's, it's on the same level as, um, as Waffle House, man. It's just good, drunk, three in the morning food. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I'll make sure that you get a sponsorship directly from Please, them. Right dude, if you get us a sponsorship <laughs> for, from Golden Pantry. Uh, it's straight I'll, poison, I'll, but it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It probably took years off my life, but I don't care. It really got me through some, some rough nights. So how big of a fan of peaches are you then? Everything's peaches in Georgia, right? I could give a fuck. I think most Georgians don't care about that either. I mean, like, if anything, onions are bigger. Really? 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. See, I love peaches, but I don't have it rammed down my right. face every everywhere I turn either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. All right. So this one's going to be, you know, it might have a couple of different answers, but I'll ask it anyway. But what's your favorite part about being in the Carolines so far? Favorite part? Um, as cheesy as it sounds, I mean, I'm, I'm playing with music with two of my closest friends, and there's yeah. just this level of um, comfort that's there now uh, that has not been even remotely a characteristic of other things I've been a part of. So, yeah, yeah. it's just just – it's like being you're you're married to two other people basically yeah you know you're all just in i'm sure you're married so you know after you've been with a person a certain amount of time it's like you know you don't really have to put on a facade or you are who you are yeah. good bad and the ugly and you can always just kind of throw it all out there you but tell still, them to shut the fuck up when they're playing yeah. the wrong thing or whatever yeah there's a lot of that going on sometimes <laughs> I, I try to change the um try, i try to change the way i say shut the fuck up now yeah. uh just for everybody's sake but yeah <laughs> yeah well i remember one time when i was in high school punk band uh we had we actually ended up calling our album this but in practice the drummer i turned around to him i said jay you're a beat off and he's like i'm a beat off you're a beat off meanwhile our bassist is just laughing in the corner he's like you guys called each other beat offs i'm like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so we called our album i'm a beat off you're a beat off <laughs> i love it yeah but what's the worst part about being a rock band so far the fact that you're a rock band and no one plays guitars anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, fact that you're not a DJ doing something, yeah. something similar without having any talent. Yeah. Worst part. I mean, I don't know, dude. It's, it's uh, this, I think regardless of what like subgenre you're in uh, to with very few exceptions, it doesn't have the same uh, cultural relevance as it once did, but that's, yeah. that's again, not really in my realm of thinking either. It's uh, yeah. I'm just, I love just doing it. So I don't know if there is a worse part other than just uh, the, you know, the recording process, but I'd probably say that regardless of the genre that I was into, I fucking hate recording. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. I, especially if you're trying to do it self recording of any kind, that's even worse, but yeah. Well, yeah, we, we have someone in our corner that's very, very patient, very, very talented, but it's just, yeah. there's, there's a psychological component to it, man, that it's just like, I, none of us are, are very, very good in the studio. Yeah. When you mentioned Metallica, I remember reading something about Metallica from way back in the day. I believe they were recording the Dark album and James Hetfield just like screaming at everybody like, this has to be perfect. So Kirk Hammett's and they're like trying to recreate this guitar string from like one of the songs that, you know, you know, lead or whatever from James Hetfield wrote it and then Kirk Hammett had to play it and then play it and play it and play it. And every time you get it wrong, True. you just like scream in his face. And I'm like, yeah, that's about what recording's like. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can't, we... I can't my hands just do the goddamn thing I normally do when I'm not recording, but now when I'm recording, I can't do it. That's, that's, you just nailed that one on the head yep. because that's exactly what it is. You can make all the phone demos you want. And, you know, to some degree, those can kind of cover up your mistakes. But yeah. now that when you're in a professional environment, you have a, micros- or a microscope over you, literally, yeah. and you, you realize how bad you suck. Yeah, and that's that's the most demoralizing part of uh of, sure. of recording. Like, am I always this out of time, or what am mm-hmm. I doing here? <laughs> Do we have a? Don't put on that that uh, that that what is it the uh, metronome? I'm like, don't even put that metronome on because I I know I'm gonna be shit to that. <laughs> yeah, it tends to uh, show our our um, lack of capabilities for sure. Yeah, when I was talking to another friend of mine who's been a musician for as long as I have, or just about, and he was like, uh, you know. It's crazy to me that, you know, I can't even explain because he was like trying to explain what, because we were talking about Jack White and I was like, well, here's reasons why I don't like him. And here, 
you know, and then here's the reasons why they liked him. And I was like, well, it's too slim, simplistic for me, even though he's, you know, a great guitarist. He makes really simplistic, sounding stuff, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and we're like, the fact that we have to talk about it like this instead of actually breaking it down like lifelong musicians and just shows how little we know about music theory and how stupid we sure, are as yeah. musicians. <laughs> like well i could just point to something that he does with timing or something but i i have no idea why i don't like it i just don't like it that often and mm -hmm. uh and it's like yeah and this is why i hate watching youtube videos where you listen to a professional musician explaining time signatures and tempo and you're like okay just play it i can hear how you play it and then i'll just follow along that's all you need to say <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah it's pretty uh it is demoralizing when you feel like you know someone who probably has been playing for like three years is better at you know, music theory and, and just being a musician than you playing for 15, 20 years or whatever. It's like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I gave up on the dream of being really, really good at my instrument long ago. So, you yeah. know, at a certain point. Well, I will say you've been able to fool everybody to this point. It sounds great to me. So I think whatever you're doing, keep it going. Well, it's very nice of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. So that was the last question I have for you, Andrew, but I want to thank you so much for stepping the spotlight and answering these hot seat questions. Guys, make sure to go to the show notes below this episode for the links to the music and watch our full podcast interview as well. Check out the new album, Rhythm of My Own Decay by The Carolyn, which is already out by the time this episode is going to air. And until we see you guys the next time, rock on.